all you child loopy baby boomer bigoted republicans reactionary politics to make your parents dumb again and keep them afraid of people that they don't understand fuck all you backstabbing democrats and all your empty promises you talk a lot of progress but there's always something blocking it you can't follow through you're cowards and you don't have a plan Checks in their pockets, misinformation to the highest degree. And the Dems ain't your friends because the lies never end. I'd rather die than back the GOP. So I guess what's left is to break their fucking necks and then maybe we can finally be free. So I guess what's left is to break their fucking necks and be free. But something like that. Redneck 3K. Uh huh. Something, something, something along those lines. Uh huh. Uh, insert uh, Big Lebowski nihilism gif here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let let's get it, world. Uh, welcome. That was uh, Ike Brand. We don't always say because often the songs we play are by artists who are very well known. But this was just some random anarchist guitar player that I came across. Uh, so Ike Brand song is called Untitled. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Untitled. I would yeah. like to say I don't endorse anarchy because I think it's impractical like communism but <laughs> other than that yeah i appreciate yeah. that he went for everybody yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> we, we go, we go that was the equal opportunity equal opportunity equal opportunity uh well welcome to episode 194 Woof, getting Woo! getting close to 200 there uh of the amer podcast uh being recorded on august 16th 2023 at 6 mountain time I'm joined. We are joined. We are together. We. I don't know. I'm like, who's joined here? I don't know. I don't know how this grammar works. But oh, it's yeah. two of us today. Yeah. How does that work? I'm not I totally am joined sure. by, but that yeah. sounds like an interview. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, which is, I'm like, what are we, I don't know. Anyways, today we have John Anderson in the Denver metro area. How are you doing? I'm good. Uh, it's it's hot today. I'm, I'm looking forward to it cooling down a little bit, uh, but I did there's always that moment in late summer where the wind is cooler than the air. That's and right. that's kind of my like, okay, fall is approaching. And I got that uh, a couple of days ago. Mm, that's so nice. despite it being hot as balls today, it's starting yeah. to cool down a little bit, which we appreciate because if you listen to one of our last podcasts, we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's finally gotten warm here in the Bay, uh, which is where I am. Tyler Grillo, your, your hostess mostess uh missing um missing john kelly today who is doing super secret climate changing saving things perhaps well i also did i i you know spoiler for kelly but i keep a little track of his phone and i yeah. saw him crossing over the florida georgia line and then uh, huh. it it shut off so yeah. I'm interesting. very curious to know what he's doing. Yeah, mm -hmm, interesting mm -hmm. timing. Top secret, top secret. Well, there is there is the theme today of our podcast, which is <laughs> another indictment of Donald Trump. Numero quattro. Let's go. Some people have four kids, and we think that's a lot. Some people have four <laughs> indictments. That's definitely a lot. But so. he's got 91 counts now, too. So. Yeah, that's really the 91 counts. Ooh, is he going to get to 100 counts, or are we going to get to... Who's, what what do you think are the odds that he gets to 200 counts of indictment uh, charges against him before we get to episode 200? It's going to be close. Well, it's going to be close. We're we're running out of indictments that we 
think are coming. But, yeah, that's I mean, true. That's true. the way that uh, he has been tweeting or not tweeting, but but truthing, I yeah. guess maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, whatever the whether that verb is, um, he might yeah. get some additional charges because, like, when you say, "Hey," when you're a criminal defendant, right, and you're like, "Hey." don't testify against me or else <laughs> or else that's kind of witness tampering Slippery, which the yeah. courts don't look fondly on right so um it's, it's gonna be very interesting to to have a presidential candidate who is running based on his election loss previously right. and is also facing multiple indictments over the same event so it's kind of like how do you campaign on that and not get yourself into tons more legal trouble i mean it's gonna be it's gonna be wild let's go there but just side note just for clarity's sake it's no longer tweeting either i guess it's xing i don't know what sure no you know what i don't care like that's in my head canon of the universe that has not happened yeah i just have not accepted that yeah, yeah. um one thing i want to say that i think is important for us to say because the rule of law is important and we're going to talk a lot about in indictments for people on the right and we should talk about possible indictments for people on the left i want to make this extremely clear if hunter biden committed crimes he yeah. should be indicted for them that's right and tried in a court of law if joe biden committed yeah. crimes and, sh and sh he should be indicted for them and tried in a court of law same with donald trump it yeah. applies to everybody and so yeah. despite this podcast going to primarily being about the candidate for president who is charged with crimes instead of the son of the candidate who is charged with crimes uh, i think it's important that we just make that explicit that yeah crimes are bad yeah yeah and i mean what some of the things i understand about the hunter and biden situation where he may have leveraged his relationship with his father um to make business deals or, or be on certain boards is yeah concerning not great um tons of rich people do that uh, in politics all the fucking time uh yeah. and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be happening it should not be happening i don't want to play like the what about ism but like there's a Jared Kushner Saudi Arabia $2 billion deal that we yeah. should also be concerned. So like, yeah, yeah, it's bad when everybody does it, but there's varying degrees here and we need to be adults and be able to like say that's bad and that's bad, but that's more bad. So yeah. what's really bad is trying to overthrow a democratic election is, is, you know, pretty high on that list of, uh, I think that's great. pretty high. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> that, that has some redounding consequences other than like getting a board position or whatever that being said though crimes are fucking crimes and yeah. should be charged yeah so yeah. agreed like, agreed yeah. i because i i think we could you know this is going to be the fourth freaking podcast we talk about <laughs> a trump indictment so i think it is important that we say like this is not a, a partisan thing this is yeah. if you have committed crimes yeah. go to jail go directly to jail to not get 200 dollars uh also maybe we should abolish like the concept of jail and figure out how to rehabilitate people but that's not for this podcast that's right that's right that's right uh and you know i i think that we could give a little background here so um georgia is the new indictment coming out of georgia um important that it's at a state level not a federal level because even if donald trump becomes president conceivably he will not be able to pardon himself right. uh, so we like that um, also, they clearly did their homework on this one as 
it seems to be that the evidence and the number of um of charges is pretty wild it was like it's it's like eight no there's it's eight ni 19 defendants 19 defendants right. uh and there's 41 charges 13 counts are against trump um the other counts range from they they went really broad like they charged some random there is so and there's a broad number of defendants like we said but they range from the literal president former president of the united states and his chief of staff to like random county officials to an ex-publicist for r kelly i think <laughs> wow and yeah so Checks out, i guess yeah but like a couple of the crimes they charged was uh knocking on um who is that woman who testified uh the poll worker who testified um, in the January 6th hearing. Oh, I don't remember. Uh, anyway, she was involved in this, and right. um, she was part of this. Oh, is that Sidney Powell? Is that Sidney Powell? No, 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 no. It's, it's one of the election workers. Oh, one of the election workers. That oh, Giuliani, oh. like, came gotcha. after. Um, they knocked on her door and her neighbor's door, and those were two separate crimes that they charged. <laughs> right. And so, like, they got, they, they went, it, and it's very interesting to compare this to um, Jack Smith's indictment in D.C., the federal one, over much of the same fact pattern. But his indictment was incredibly narrow, focused only on Donald Trump, only right. on a very specific number of crimes. Right. The, Fannie Willis's indictment seems to have taken the other uh side of the spectrum in terms of tactics which was we're charging everybody with everything and right. see what we can get so i think that there's some interesting just legal strategy there because again yeah. they're based off of similar fact patterns like they're they both talk a lot about um the the fake elector scheme yeah and right. things like that and so um i'm interested to see how this goes um in that regard yeah 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 uh, I, as far as I see that he is supposed to, is it by the end of this? No, end of next week, right? I think uh, Trump and all the rest are supposed to surrender. Uh, yeah. Yeah, by the end of next week. Um, obviously, there will be a bail, I'm sure, uh, yeah. that, that they will immediately um, post. And, um, but, you know, it's like, wow, it's like the court proceedings are, are occurring quite quickly. And interestingly, in Georgia, uh, 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 on top of it being a state crime, which is not pardonable by a, a federal president, although I'm kind of like, he's the president. What is the Georgia National Guard going to do? Like, yeah, go and right. Get him get in D.C. Like, yeah, yeah. That, that now we have all sorts of federalism right. issues. Right, so right, like, right, right. You know. Um, but, oh, shoot, I think I forgot my point. That's okay. It'll come back around. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'll just riff uh, that. I mean, you know, it, it's just gonna be like even the election season, right? Like what, not that he likes to debate and shit anyways, but like, what is it going to be interrupted by him having to be in court? Like, will he be able to go to the RNC? Right? I remember two interesting things under Georgia state law is it's got to be televised mm -hmm. and there's going to be a mugshot oh wow those are so, both fun, fun yeah real fun. so that's really interesting i have seen a lot of um frankly democrats pushing for uh the jack smith trial should be televised mm. they've been saying i'm sure it's good for the democratic party public or politically to do that mm. um what they have been saying 
aside from that is uh, this is the country will never ever accept a verdict either way, yeah, unless everybody gets to watch it. And I find that to be very compelling aside yeah. from the politics. I think it's important that we understand this is public, you know, this is a court of law. And so there are different rules, but it's so political that it, it does enter, you know, impeachment like territory proceedings, yeah. Yeah. which is it, it needs to be public. It needs to be understood. Um, yeah. especially because one of the candidates is the leading candidate of one of the two major parties in this country <laughs> by a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I know it, it is interesting. And uh, I mean, yeah, he seems to be doing fine in the polls because, you know, like- Yeah, but I wonder how uh, soft that is, to be honest. Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's really impregnable, impregnable, uh until it's not yeah right like i think it will be a very fast fall when it is if yeah. if at some point the man's gonna die so at some point he will yeah. Go. <laughs> yeah. but uh until then or until someone has the courage to stand up and that's the thing like the republican party a, a core part of it is has captured the authoritarian personality trait and yeah, so right. all of these fucking cowards like DeSantis who's like oh I'm not even gonna like talk about Trump but crimes are bad but I'm not gonna admit yeah. no one's gonna respect you for that at that party you have to go yeah. to the way to beat Trump is to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with him and beat him yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah and no the the core base of the Republican primary voters are not going to respect you until you do that that's what you right. have to do so like yeah. I, i've seen chris christie doing that yeah i was like chris christie's been doing it mm -hmm. and he's been making good arguments yeah. and i he's been rising in the polls i saw a poll that he took over uh. granted one poll uh but he took over uh from desantis mm -hmm. and so mm -hmm. i think that's important will hurd uh which is he's not gonna make a lot of noise i think right. in the primary but he will He's a congressman from Michigan, uh, and he's a moderate Republican. Um, right. He's been going out and making the argument pretty um, forcefully, but I think nice. until that's the only path they have. They have right. to go toe-to-toe -to -toe and be like, this man is a failure. He failed right. at right. all these elections. He failed at governing. Right. Yeah. Uh, we will continue to fail as a party until we get rid of him. Right. And no one in that party is going to respect you until you're able to make that forcefully and frankly to his fucking face yeah no for sure for sure for sure yeah i mean i would love to see the debates <laughs> around this uh because they'd bring those questions um yeah i mean it's just going to be a lot of legal proceedings and i am also um you know delighted that other people were also indicted like mark meadows um trump's former chief of staff rudy giuliani his former Sydney Powell. henchman yeah, yeah. Sidney powell um john, john eastman john, john eastman that yeah. one's that one that, that was a particularly nice one i feel yeah. like because you know, that guy um robert Chili is that no it's um kenneth cheesebro which i think oh, is yeah. an un, unindicted co-conspirator in the right. smith case yeah, along oh. with Sidney Powell and Eastman and Giuliani. Yeah, I don't know how uh, the you pronounce it correctly, cheese bro. I don't know if it's actually pronounced Chesabro or something, but I don't care because from now on, cheese bro for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely cheese bro. <laughs> I guess there isn't two e's there, but whatever, cheese bro. Oh, he's cheese bro. Um, he's yeah, cheese bro. Cheese bro. Uh, yeah, and then there's a bunch of like, you know, random ass people in here who are like 
um, I, I'll, you know, former like county level GOP officials right. and well, stuff I think that's like what's that. so interesting in terms of the of the legal I don't you know know how all these things work but how in terms of, le- of building the case it's like they have it at every layer of the conspiracy right like yeah. it's like all these layers that had to be in place and it's like you know you could argue that maybe by just going after Trump it's like well that's a nice story that you tell but where's the proof and in this one it's like here's the all of these people that we are presenting to you yeah have you proof. heard of Twitter yeah <laughs> um he he literally tweeted it out as yeah. we used to say <laughs> so to yeah say. and like i think the way to conceptualize this and and this is another interesting part of the different tactics uh and and the tools that they had available to um charge at the federal level the state level you know they have different laws that they're able to um, fall back on but uh fanny willis has um executed several of these large RICO cases. Mm, And what my understanding is the reason she likes these big sprawling cases is because it allows you to tell a narrative. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's, that's why one reason why I keep saying most people are saying, and box.com has a ranking now of the indictments and they have Jack Smith's ahead of Georgia, but I'm at least on the political level, I'm like, don't sleep on Georgia as being the most important one, because I think this is a story to tell that Americans can understand, which is this was not a presidential campaign. This was a mafia operation. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's very similar to how the mafia operates. And you can see that in the fact that we had, you know, uh, Mr. Soprano up here, Donald Trump. And then we had like random schmoes going out and literally trying to um, be like, hey, nice state election there. Wouldn't it be a shame (laughs) if something were to happen to it? Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's a really compelling story to tell. And half of this is half, quote unquote, of this is in the court of law, innocent until proven guilty, all the the laws that we and procedures that we put in place that are really important that we need to observe and then half of it is politics yeah and and i think that jack smith's case rely errs on the side of law and and i'm sure fanny willis wouldn't say this but airs her case errs a little bit more on the side of politics right so yeah. and i i guess it'll, it, ha- it i think it will have more of an impact on our national politics than jack smith's case right yeah well it's good come out of different angles and like the mafia thing yeah i mean this has been a, a metaphor that people have used for a long time that uh, with trump is that he runs his his kind of um people is like that like his his you know his I was, gonna, I was gonna say groupies but it's like i said i mean maybe maybe uh but you know it's like it's staff his if you want to use a staff, traditional yeah term. his lackeys yeah. if you want to yeah yeah mafia yeah and who learned better i mean giuliani learned from the best so he knows he knows about it too yeah totally yeah. and that's why trump is famous for not writing things down for yeah. destroying um anything that was written down um he talks in a very particular way which is like even you know we heard this in the first impeachment with um ukraine and and the call with Zelensky, which was like hey it would be really rad for you and for me and for the weapons 
we right. we're going to send you if you also did something for us. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's not like a directive, right? But I think we can all understand what's yeah. happening there. Yeah, 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 exactly. And 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 going back to it, politically that's pretty easy to understand. Yeah. In the court of law that becomes much more complicated. Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we'll see how it comes out from different angles, but it's, it's, and, you know, never, never sleep on these fools, be able to wiggle their way out of things. But I'm just like, God, like, dude, at what point are you just going to flee to Russia or something? I mean, I don't think he is. He, he doesn't, he's too proud for that, but um, I don't know. I think that he would be able to, oh, they're all treating me so unfair. You know, like I think it would right, be right, right. Well, I think he would I think he would do it before he would go actually go to prison. I think that he yeah. would, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I I am a little bit like he's a flight risk, honestly. Yeah, right. right uh, but right. that that would I'm thinking I'm on the fly, I'm thinking through the politics of that. Right, right. Could honestly it's better than him going to jail. Right, yeah, totally. For our politics, it's yeah. because if if he goes to jail, he's a martyr, he's in the US, he becomes a target for every white right, yeah. right wing militia. <laughs> uh, I mean, it becomes a nightmare. If yeah. he just flees to Serbia or yeah. Siberia, we can be like, yeah, he defected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which exactly. is a, and now the implications of someone with that high level of access to information hanging out with Vladimir Putin is right. bad yeah um, but also like he kind of did that already and like, yeah that's already happy with that ship of sale. So, yeah. Yeah. sale um yeah well I I yeah well, I mean that is the other concerning thing obviously is that this as this goes up there's just you know the the people who are just you know so deep into the Trumpism they're never gonna they're they are they're never gonna see that he did anything wrong and so it just becomes scarier the more pressure there is that he could potentially go to jail that they're going to do something violent yeah um, and i mean the election i mean it's going to be i just have this feeling that this is the calm before i mean if this this is the calm which is not great it's not like it's that calm but like this is the calm <laughs> before the storm you know i think so yeah. it is entirely possible though that the air gets totally let like i think everybody's sick of this right on the right and the so. left yeah right? like yeah. I think almost everybody, except for the diest of hardcore MAGA people, I think they're like, fuck this. Like Brian Kemp, I was just listening to Vox's um, daily podcast about this, and they talked a lot about Brian, Brian Kemp, who's the um, governor in Georgia, and how he's been able to chart a path that feels post-Trump while yeah. also being uh, palatable to Republican voters. Yeah. And he's kind of like, hey, man, like the the voters who I talk to want to know what I'm going to do for them in the next four years, not right. talk about the last four. Yeah. And so I think that it's entirely possible this all far, falls apart. Right. Um, would love that. It would be I, I might be just trying to manifest this, um, <laughs> but so. I'm starting to get a little bit of spidey senses that despite him being way 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 ahead in the polls i mean it, it's so funny to go look at like at this time relative to other time it would in 2008 it was hillary clinton was right. way ahead you know right. Right. um looked insurmountable uh yeah. in 2016 um jeb bush yeah it right. was like right. way ahead right. um you know in 2020 or in 2016, none of us had Joe Biden. Yeah, it's real. And so I think it's very hard to tell. Now, 
that being said, the Republican primary in some ways has become more like a cult atmosphere. So maybe yeah. like that, the same rules don't apply. Yeah. But um, it is possible that this all goes away. And then, boy, oh boy, is that fallout for that party going to be really bad. I know, I know. Enter Liz Cheney, right? Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she might have set herself up very well for 2020 eight at this point yeah. I guess. yeah 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 we shall see and listen i mean like i just love that because there's so many other things in the world just to name one of so many uh just heart really goes out to the people of maui i mean yeah unbelievably devastating terrifying uh, yeah 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 terrifying terrifying i mean and that's just a climate change it's just like you know these things keep ratcheting up you know the intensity of the of the climate change impacts and and um you know, sure, at some point there's like a going back and looking at, well, why didn't the sirens go off and all of these sort of things? But in the end of the day, it's like, well, we live in late stage capitalism in a, in a, a climate that is basically trying to antibody us out of this motherfucker. And like, we got to, <laughs> yeah. we like, these things are just going to keep happening. Um, I, it, I was thinking about this the other day, I guess it's kind of a different podcast topic, but maybe that's the point. Um, <laughs> That it's such a massive problem that we cannot deal with it with our hardware. Like it's right. such a humans aren't supposed to be able to be like, what do you mean the climate is changing in a significant way that could threaten our species survival? Right. Over a yeah. hundred years or two hundred years or whatever. Like it's a, it's it's a problem that is designed to fuck with our brains. Yeah. And yeah. so. Um, but I was thinking about it in the context of this podcast. I was like, should we just become a climate podcast? Like, does any of these other issues that we're discussing matter at all relative right. to this single problem that's going to affect every other problem that we have and right. probably make all of them worse? Well, oh, wait, well, this podcast is taking a left turn, but maybe it's important. <laughs> so, you know, listeners, hang on to your butts. Um, uh, so, you know, there's a thing called reductionism, right, which obviously is, it can be in anything, but in political reductionism, right, it's like, so like, you know, race reductionism is, it's only about racism and nothing else. Class reductionism, which is, so race reductionism, I would say, is a, a, a dominant force in a lot of um, leftist political, you know, justice circles yeah. right now. It used to be class reductionism, right? Like yeah. it was like it's only about class. You can't talk about you know patriarchy or racism or anything, right? Like it's, that's all that matters is is class, right? And I think that can go that can be with anything in any any particular space. It can be a reductionism, right? Where right. it's like um, like someone told me about this one that was like it's like basically reductionism of trans feminism. So it's basically like if you're not centering trans women then and that is the only thing that matters is fighting trans oh, wow. femme misogyny and i was like so that's like there's so people get hyper specific with it right yeah. people get hyper specific with it but the, the reality is all of these things intersect right because it's like climate change is so bad for many reasons but one of those reasons is capitalism and right and in and and from the industrial revolution right another one of those reasons is colonization and the ex and the, and the taking of which which was made you know the the taking of those resources was made possible through colonization and then the new waves of colonization which is more economic colonization and resource extraction right so it's one of those things where it's like and it's the same thing of like well who's going to make the climate change initiatives certainly not trump and his and the right wing right 
So it, it becomes this thing of where like, I agree with you. It's like, it's like, uh, is climate really, cause it's true. If we all die, then none of these other things matter. But also it's like that problem intersects with many, many other problems. Yeah, all yeah. the other problems. And so that's why intersectional analysis for the win. <laughs> yeah. But it yeah. also is a little polarizing because, or um, polarizing, um, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, um, uh, uh, the freeze response, whatever the term is that I'm losing for that, but it's basically like there's so many problems you can like deer in oh, headlights yeah. it a little. You get bit. overwhelmed and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but so you know, it is one of those questions of like, well, where am I best suited? You know, like keep the analysis, understand, but like can't do all the things all the time. Right. So let me know. find my niche in this big web yeah. of shittiness yeah. and yeah, exactly. try to focus on one problem and fix it. So exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, I know I've mentioned this before, but speaking of intersectionalism, uh, one of the things that terrifies me the most is the authoritarian um, vein in our country finds climate change. Uh-huh, yeah. And and like eco-fascism oh, is to me, terrifying. and it's a real possibility for them. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, very, people very real possibility. In oh, for sure. Well, people already like, you know, like the veganism, like the the like neo-fascist veganism thing, because it's like the purity thing, right? It's right. Like, you know, pure white rice, pure, keep your body pure, vegan, don't put the things in. And so that doubles back on the eco stuff because it's like, oh, the toxins in the environment and like, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So like, it's right there. It's very, very yeah. close. And I think the less we deal with climate change now, the more likely it is to happen in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, we should not do that. Yeah, let's not do that. I'm not for that. I think <laughs> democracy is going to be the best way to solve all these problems and to manage um, a lot of really difficult problems in the future. So yeah. Yeah. we cannot uh, manage any of these things, though, if we lose our democracy to a bunch of oligarchs. So, um you know, make sure that y'all are geared up for 2024 because it's going to be a big deal. And until then, uh, pay attention to this stuff because it really matters. So um, Godspeed, y'all. Redneck, three-cade, red hat, assholes, put them in the dirt, cover them in asphalt. Don't feel bad because they do the same to you. Fuck all you pro-cop bootlick and blue stripe contrarians. It ain't hard to see that the cops ain't fair to them. Black folk, well, what are they supposed to do? Fuck all you brain-dead pro-life misogynistic hypocrites. It ain't your body. You can choose what to do with it. And if it were, I wonder what you would do. Fuck all you pro-gun, anti-life, NRA, death squads, cowards use guns, real men use molotovs. I'm happy to share, I got one right here for you. Cause we have fascists in office with corporate checks in their pockets, misinformation to the highest degree. And the Dems ain't your friends because the lies never end, I'd rather die than back the GOP. So I guess what's left is to break their fucking necks and then maybe we can finally be free. I guess what's left is to break the fucking necks and be free. And fuck that's... You real... <laughs> fuck you, real men use Molotov cocktails is, is, is an A-plus line. Yeah, I've got one right here for you. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> How mad was he when he wrote that? Probably pretty mad. Pretty Probably. fucking mad. Pretty mad.